0: Don't vacate your seat of authority. Because, he, because the motive of the enemy is to harass you. The motive of the enemy is to steal your authority. The motive of the enemy is to steal your position. But you're not gonna let him, because he doesn't have any. He lost his. But today I wanna speak to you about the motives of the devil. His motive, are motives, They're a, it's authority and, posi- and position. See, he wants authority and he wants position. Um, he lost his, and I did show you that on Thursday. We'll touch on some of that again tonight. He lost his, so therefore he's after yours, <laughs> right? Let's let's um, quickly, quickly turn to Isaiah 14. We're going to go there again. We were there on Thursday. I want to go there again. Isaiah 14, not everybody was here, and 13 and 14. So Isaiah 14, 13 and 14, those two verses, This is what he said. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the Mount of the Congregation on the farthest side of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High God. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the Mount of the Congregation. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High God. The five I wills that Lucifer, when he, was the, when he was the angel of light, beautiful, full of wisdom, right? The covering one that he allowed iniquity to be found in his heart. And he said these five I will statements. Well, from these five I will statements, we can clearly see his motive. We can see that his motive is authority and position. He's after authority, he's after position. He wants authority, he wants position. What he lost, he is still trying to gain. So since he lost what was given to him because iniquity was found in his heart, he is now after your authority and after your position simply because he has lost his. Say, oh, he's not getting mine. Oh, I'm not gonna give him mine. See, so he knows that you, as a child of God, as a a beloved of the Lord, that you have authority. What he does is he challenges you. He challenges you, and he takes advantage, and he uses your authority even against you when you let him. Because he can't do anything unless you give him permission. Devil's not that powerful, but the problem is is that people think he is, and they give him more authority. Um, attention, more authority than they, they should have. And then what happens is, is that he takes, he, you, you give him an inch, he takes a yard, yeah. right? So remember now, he had a throne. He had a throne in heaven, but he fell. Listen, I will ascend into, into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. He had a throne, but he wanted that throne of his. To be higher than God's. Let's look at it again. Look at verse 13. Isaiah 14, 13. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. He had a throne. He was just literally kicked off it. But he had a throne in heaven. And he fell from that position and that place of authority. But you too have a throne. You too are seated in the heavenly places. Ephesians 2.6 says that he raised us up together and he made us to sit in the heavenly places together in Christ Jesus. He's raised us up. Ephesians 2.6. You too have a throne. You too have a seat of authority. You too have that seat of, of authority and position that God, the position God has placed you in. Right? So the problem is is that the, the devil, the enemy needs your mouth to cooperate with his motives, Amen. don't vacate your seat of authority because he needs your mouth, and the problem is is that many believers give him their mouths, whether it's just because of ignorance or whether it's willful desire, but they give him their mouths. So the anointing God's given you the authority, the position. It belongs to you, church. But it belongs to you for the glory of God and not your own. We are all on the same page. You're not positioned for your own glory. That was the problem with Lucifer. He thought it was for his own glory, which is why he fell. The position that God has given you, the authority that he has given you is all for his glory make sure your heart remains pure and don't get it backwards so the enemy is looking for you to open up your mouth and to speak his agenda because he has fallen from his throne so the only way for him to regain authority the authority that he lost is through you because let me tell you god's not giving him a second chance he doesn't get a second chance aren't you glad god gives us second chances he says a righteous man may fall seven times, but seven times get back up. But he's also looking for your submission, your humility, your desire to say, Wow, I was wrong. Forgive me, Lord. The the devil, the he's a fallen angel. He doesn't get another chance to make it right. The only way for him to regain any kind of authority is through believers, through Christians that don't understand how this how this works. So he puts thoughts in your minds and he hopes that you will speak or act upon them. Right? But we're not going to allow him to use our mouths. Now look at Matthew 18, 19. Matthew 18, 19 says, if two of you agree on earth. And we love that scripture because we always think about it as with the Lord. But if two of you agree on earth, church, if two of you agree on earth, let me read you the whole scripture and then we're going to talk about this scripture. Matthew 18, 19 says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So, where is the devil? Job 1, 7, the Lord said to Satan, From where have you come? Satan answered, The Lord. From roaming around on the earth and from walking around on it. Where is the devil? He's the adversary and he walks around. He's roaming around. 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may may devour. Where is the devil? John 8, 44. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks, he speaks of his own character, for he is a liar, and he is the father of lies. Remember, it only takes two on earth to agree. Some of you have been agreeing with the enemy, and you wonder why your life is a mess, or why the lives of people that you believe are praying for, loved ones, Uh, Why their lives are still a mess, have you given access to the enemy with your own words? Have you spoken things that are contrary to the will of God, therefore, giving him position, giving him authority, and it wasn't his to have? Is anybody following what I'm saying right now? Because our words carry weight. They carry power. They're creative words. Now, God is the creator, and he'll speak, and it comes about. But we must align our words with the will of God. See, Adam had to hand his authority over to the serpent. He couldn't just take the authority. It had to be handed over to him nor can he just take what God has given you. In whatever area you have been given authority, you must stand. Now, of course, we know that the word says all authority has been given unto you, Luke Luke 10, 19. But not everybody operates in all, right? So whatever authority you are, you are desiring to walk in, which I would tell you walk in all of it, but I know that's not going to be the case. But, uh, but you're growing. You're growing, and you're getting stronger and stronger, and belief is entering in so that you are going to see more and more of that authority rising up within you. But wherever and whatever um, area of authority you are walking in right now, you're going to see the fruit. So the words that have been spoken in agreement with the adversary is the area that you're being robbed from. Because he can't just take, just like he couldn't take from Adam and Eve. Now, the liar came and lied, but he does the same to you. He comes in the form of truth, but it's actually a lie. When you believe that lie, when you speak it or act upon it, is when you get robbed. They believed the lie. They believed the lie. Oh, well, you know, you can't eat from this, any of this fruit? No, it's just the one tree. And what happens is they ate. When they took action, then they they, were for, they forfeited the authority that was given unto sure. them. Saul, same thing. King Saul had authority, had position, and he had authority. But there was sin found in his heart, greed and pride. And because of that, the kingdom was removed from him. Because whatever is in abundance in the heart, the mouth is going to eventually do what? Speak. God's not going to force himself on any one of you. But I'm telling you right now, he is coming and he is saying, Are you going to submit your lives completely to me? Because I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except for through me. So Adam and Eve, you know, Saul, how about you? In what area in your life have you given authority over to the devil? By partnering with lies, by speaking them. Proverbs 18.21 tells us very clearly, the tongue can bring death or life. When we speak the words that the devil wants us to speak, like fear or hatred or division or selfishness or unforgiveness or jealousy or, you know, accusations and slander and such. It gives the enemy power over your words, and what happens is you are the one that gets robbed authority and position. But then those that you're praying for also get robbed. I hope you see what I'm saying right now. They also get robbed. Not only do you get robbed, but so do those that you're standing as a wall of defense. When you allow your mouth to be utilized by the enemy, the ones that you were praying for literally become susceptible to the deception that the enemy threw their way. But see, not every believer sees themselves as that strong militant soldier with the assignments of the Lord. So, And if they don't see themselves in that manner, then they're not going to stay in position. It's easy to abdicate what God, when you don't understand what's been given to you by God. But I'm telling you, you're going to wake up and you're going to understand what's been given unto you. From the Lord so that you don't allow the deception, the words, the anger, the frustration that's being sent your way. Some people think you're, I'm just frustrated. And they fail to see frustration as literally an assignment from the enemy meant to harass you. And you thought you were just frustrated. But that frustration was robbing you and robbing you of joy. And you just didn't, you thought it was you. But that's his tactic, isn't it? isn't it? It's his tactic. He makes you think it's you. Lies to you. Makes it very presentable. And it seems like truth. But then you also turn it around and you think it's you. It's your fault. And it might be. But a lot of the times, it's really an assignment that has just literally been sent to just just harass your mind. And you need to actually, instead of partnering with that with your words, and saying, wow, you know, yeah, I'm just so frustrated. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just done. I'm just done with this, or I'm done with that person, or I'm done. You know, that kind of an attitude? Instead of giving the enemy access, which is what you're doing, instead of giving him some of your authority, which is what you're doing, instead of giving him some of that position that you have been given by the Lord, which is what you're doing when you're just verbalizing that which is not of God, flip it. And literally decreed the word of the Lord. Tell that devil to go. Harassing spirit. So many people are harassed by harassing spirits. And they just let it happen. Because they're not aware that it's a harassing spirit. And they make bad decisions from that place. Why? Because the motive of the enemy is to harass you. The motive of the enemy is to steal your authority. The motive of the enemy is to steal your position. But you're not going to let him. You're going to realize it's a harassing spirit, and I rebuke that harassing spirit, and I command it to go, and I choose to walk in the will of God. I choose to allow my words come into agreement with the word of God, which says in Matthew 18, 19, if two of you agree on earth, uh, you and the Holy Spirit. How about agreeing with the Holy Spirit? How about agreeing with the words of life? How about agreeing with the words of God's salvation that you are an overcomer, that you will walk in your high calling, that you will not allow your mouth to partner with any demonic strategy because instead of saying, instead of falling for the same old, same old, you're going to wake up and realize the motives of the enemy are consistent, they're the same. He really isn't that smart. He really isn't. We say he's crafty, and he is crafty because we keep falling for the same thing because he doesn't come up with anything new, but people keep falling for it, you know, so we have to rise up and say enough is enough. I am not going to allow this same old tactic to come against my thoughts or my emotions because just as this word is true in if you partner with and if you're in agreement with the enemy, it's also true if you're, in, if you're in agreement with the Lord. So Matthew eighteen nineteen says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, are you agreeing with the Lord? If two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. It will be done for them by my Father in heaven. God is not a man that he should lie. So, therefore, the devil is waiting on your mouth. He is literally waiting on your mouth, but he cannot have not one bit if you don't give it. But it's going to take self control, he's going to take maturity. Right? Because the manipulator, he's a master manipulator. But he works on your emotions. Mm-hmm. So we need to give our emotions over to the Lord on a daily basis if necessary until you rise up. Right? Did God really say? Remember, that's what he said. That's, that's what was spoken in the garden. Did God really say? But he says the same to us. He may not say it exactly in that sentence in that same exact way, but it is what he is saying. So all of your children will be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. But did you know, and you don't see any of that coming to pass at this point in time sometimes. You don't see anything that even looks even close to that scripture that your children are being taught of the Lord and great is their peace. Maybe you see the exact opposite, but what you need to say is the same old thing. You need to say what the word says because it's a but God type of a statement filled with faith by faith faith, mountains are moved. Say faith. I have faith. I have mountain moving faith. And I will not allow the enemy to manipulate me with my own words. Hallelujah. Let someone get the revelation tonight. You will not allow the enemy of your soul to manipulate you with your own words. So it's going to take diligence. Yeah, it's going to take Self control. It's going to take you realizing, you know what? I don't care if I'm upset. I don't care if I'm hurt. I will not let my lips speak that which is not of God. Amen. It's going to take some maturity, isn't it? Yeah. So, did God really say all of your children will be titled the Lord and great shall be their peace? Yeah. How many of you really believe it? Yeah. So, if you continue to say the same thing, say the same thing, though you don't see that fruit yet, will you see it eventually? You better believe you will see it. Amen and amen. So we keep on saying the same thing. We keep on saying the word of God. And you watch that word come to pass. But it's going to take faith. It's going to take faith in what you can't see, but you know that is true because God is not a man that he should lie. So we must say the same thing. And you have to build up your inner man, your faith, your holy faith. You have to build up, as it it says, in Jude. Verse 20, build up your inner man, build up your faith, build up your faith. We pray in the spirit so that our faith gets built up so that we, as we pray in the spirit, we're literally building ourselves up because the devil's trying to constantly knock you down and he will use family members to do so. He will use whomever is close to you to do so because he knows how to make it hurt. He knows how to Cause your heart to hurt. He knows what buttons to push. He knows how to cause you to be fearful, just like that. So that your mouth, there it goes, starts to speak words of doubt, words that lack faith. I'm not talking about like cursing church. Hey, if we're if we're if you're on that level, okay, that's a whole nother message. We we need to not let any unwholesome communication come out of our mouths. I'm talking about fear, words that are filled with fear, with with unbelief, doubt anger words that are just not gonna bring in the goodness of God stop partnering with the devil if you're partnering with the devil today is the day of salvation today is the day where you say I'm not doing that anymore I got revelation today today I got the revelation that I've literally have been empowering the one that I can't stand today I got the revelation that I was allowing my words and I thought it's just I was just how I felt well you don't have to express everything you feel and maybe you should be expressing the opposite, which is the word of God, so that that is what you end up feeling, and that is what you end up seeing. Why is it that everybody thinks everything they feel they have to say? You don't have to say everything you feel. And you also don't have to say every thought that comes across your mind. Unless it is of the Lord, that which is pure, that which is wholesome, right? So basically, church, the miracle's in your mouth. Oh, you are waiting for the miracle and waiting for the miracle. And it's like over there somewhere, like the pie in the sky. It's somewhere. But actually, the miracle is in your mouth. Now we're going to bring it home. that We're bringing it home. The miracle is in my mouth. Wow. So now some people are getting, you're getting empowered. Because, and it should be. It should be so. But the miracle is literally in your mouths, every one of you. Because there, there is power in the words you speak that are in alignment with the word of, with the word of God. When you are all in, say I'm all in. I'm all in. See, Jesus did this. He commanded the, the lepers; they were healed, right? He commanded Legion to come out and. And they did. He, he commanded Lazarus to rise up out of the grave, even though it was four days. And he did. He, he commanded the gold to come out of the out, out of the fish's mouth. And it did. And are we to do the same? Yeah. 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 He stilled the storm. And it did. He caused the water to turn to wine. And it did at his word. <laughs> miracles in your mouth. Say, the miracles in my mouth. Stop giving him access and stop giving him position and authority, yours, because he doesn't have any. He lost his. Isn't that a great feeling? He literally lost his authority. He literally lost his position. So he really should be powerless. He may not be powerless in other people's lives, but where it comes to me and my own. He's powerless in my life because I'm not going to fall for the same old tactics. And that's my prayer for all of you that you hear what I'm saying and that you genuinely, truly realize that there is power in your words. Just as the greatest catalyst is in your mouth. Amen. Really, it is. And it's your words. The greatest hindrance is also in your mouth. Right. Yeah. So we got some work to do then, huh? It's our job to speak the word of the Lord and it is his job to perform his covenant, his contract. It is his job. But it's our job to speak the word of the Lord. How many of you are going to speak the word of the Lord again and again and again until you see it come to pass? We all are. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. This is what he says. Remember, his word is his will. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Listen to it. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, your soul, your spirit, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Come on, the word is life and the word is health to your whole body, to all your flesh. Then it says, keep your heart with all diligence. Diligence means a careful, persistent walk. You keep your heart. You keep it with all diligence. In other words, guard it. For out of it spring the issues of life, your heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So put away from you a deceitful mouth. I mean, it doesn't get any more clear than that. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Why? Why does the word tell us this? Because he knows that if we allow this to happen in our lives, we literally will give power to that whom he deemed powerless. Why are you giving power to what he deemed powerless? He Remember, he had a throne, but he fell from it because pride, iniquity was found in his heart. So he has no power other than what people give him. So put away, verse 24, put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far, far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all of your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So right there, we see that the, the miracle is in our mouths and that the miracle is actually waiting for us to come into agreement with it. There's a miracle that's waiting for you to realize that is yours for the speaking. Let faith arise and let the enemies of your soul be scattered. What words are you going to speak? What's the miracle that's on your mouth? You're going to put it on your mouth. You're going to speak it. It's going to be the word of God. I'm not telling you to try to pull something out of the sky. I'm not, I'm not telling you to have this, the power of positive confession. Because, you know, there are plenty of people that will teach that power of affirmative words. Hey, we're all about affirmative words as long as they remain biblical, as long as it's Christ in me, the hope of glory. And I know that that word's going to come to pass because he said it first. Yeah. So we, we're all about speaking the word in faith and know that god is faithful when you are faithful of course we know he's even faithful when we're not but god is faithful to his word so your miracle is when you realize any lack any doubt that you may have it doesn't have to be there anymore see the enemy tries to block you from realizing how easy it is he'll try to discourage you he'll try to lie and tell you it's never gonna happen it's too late whatever those are lies those are all lies. If God be for you, who can be against you? There's going to be times you're challenged. There's going to be times your faith grows. Muscles don't develop unless you have what? Resistance. So don't be afraid of the resistance. It's just that in the resistance, you can't just throw in the towel and say, oh, forget this. It's too hard. Because you'll stay right where you are at or you'll go backwards. If you don't allow the resistance that comes against that does come against us. Let it actually build you. Let it actually let it actually uh, uh, provoke you to doing the will of God. Speaking the will of God. Like literally, how many of you encourage yourselves in the Lord? Lord every day? I have to encourage myself in the Lord every day. I was just telling my granddaughter this, that I encourage myself in the Lord every single day. That I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That even when I feel weak, I'm actually strong because it's Christ in me that's doing it. And if you don't encourage yourself in the Lord every day, that's why it's easy to just say whatever you feel. And then the enemy has that that advantage. So my prayer is that tonight you learned a valuable life lesson. That you're going to literally walk differently. You're going to literally say, wow, really the miracle really is in my mouth. So the potential for me to walk as a stronger you know, on fire Christian is actually within reach. It's so close, it's literally on my mouth.